Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. Right now. Right now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. <laughs> it came the wrong thing, too. On 97.3 The Fan. Then put your little hand in mine. There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb. Halfway home on this uh, Groundhog Day. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Not a, a huge fan of the holiday Groundhog Day. It doesn't really affect me much, but I just, I don't know. I think it's kind of dumb. I like the movie. Love the movie. The movie's one of my favorite movies. Bill Murray, spectacular. Chris Elliott, spectacular. <laughs> Prima Donna. The guy that played the Ned Ryerson, spectacular. Bing! I don't, I've never been the world's biggest Andy McDowell fan. I feel Phil? Like, hey, Phil? I feel like Andy McDowell would be on Ben's list, though, for some reason. Oh, yeah, yeah I, can I can see, see that. It. I can see staring that staring at me daggers. Yeah, yeah, you know, crazy, I mean, she's a, of course. She's a TV news producer in that movie. Not, you know, no, just like relatable. Her, her in general. It's relatable. I feel like I feel like she'd be one of yours. Not on mine. My list would look different than yours, right? Yeah, well, that's for sure. Much different. You have Helen Mirren on your list. Actually, I have <laughs> Helen Mirren on mine, so I don't know what I'm talking about. You Speaking would, of... Uh, B. Arthur on your list. She's funny. Rest in peace. She was funny. She was very funny. Funny lady. Uh, speaking of lists, just quickly, because you did your list, your top five National League team list just a second ago. Yeah, put me on the spot. I did put you on the spot. Um, it's just during the break, uh, Jim Bowden of The Athletic came out with his list as well, his power, his first power <laughs> ranking. No kidding. Yeah. Um, so he's got the Astros at number one, followed by the Yankees. But then from three through seven... He's got the four, five teams yeah, in his that order we, that we did that you just ranked the five what national league teams. So his seventh, his fifth national league team, he has the Dodgers. Wow! Then, so he bought, he's fallen into the trap. Then at, at the fourth team is the Padres. Then the Mets. 
then the Phillies, who you had last, and then the Braves. He has his, his top National League team. It's not to disparage any of those teams. They're all fantastic. Uh, and I, I think... You could probably make an argument for any of any them. Any of them to be number one. Yeah. And you could probably make an argument for any of them to be number five. Yeah. Which is, that's that's the mark of a very, very competitive National League this year. The NL is is a beast. And you look at the AL... And you just don't see it, in my opinion. You don't see, you don't see the the the, the sheer number of teams that's top can, heavy. It's it's Astros, Yankees, but is it even the Yankees? Like it just they're so it's a good year last year. And they added Radon. Yeah, Radon is going to help them, but you still got some, you know, Josh Donaldsons and guys like that. It just you just I just don't know, man. I don't think it's the Red Sox. Here we go again with the White Sox. Man, they, I, all of us can see the White Sox winning 110 next games next year. American League team on the list for Jim Bowden was after the Dodgers at 7. He had the Blue Jays at 8. Yeah, Blue Jays could be pretty good. Then Cardinals, Brewers, a couple more AL, or NL teams. Mariners at 11. Yeah. I mean, Guardians you, at 12. You just don't see the, the, the potential powerhouse other than the Astros in the AL. I just don't see it. Now, it, it will probably come to light. There is one. The Texas Rangers, you know, have done some really interesting things. they got Boach in there, a new culture, the whole thing. Who knows if they go out and surprise some people, but they're not winning that division. I, that I will put the farm on. They're not winning their division. I think the, the bottom line here, though, is that the NL is much harder to break into the postseason. No question. Than the AL. There's, there's some room at the bottom in the AL for some teams to hop around and to make the playoffs but in the national league you've got your six teams throwing the cardinals there as pretty heavy favorites and then the brewers were right there behind them probably going to compete with the cardinals a little bit for the division title outside of that though it is very difficult to make a case for any of the other nine national or eight national league teams for a postseason berth it's very hard you know, you can see the maybe the Marlins surprising some people. You can see the Giants maybe bouncing back with some of the moves. But enough to pass the Padres and the Dodgers in the West? Hard to argue. Enough for the Marlins to get past the Phillies, the Mets, and the Braves in the East? Not really likely. If, if we're going to go, I mean, I feel like I'm doing my NCAA brackets when it comes to picking the playoff. It's just chalk. Yeah. It's just chalk. It's the guys that were there last year. Find me one of those teams that didn't do something to improve themselves. It's baseball. It's weird. Teams fall off a cliff. Guys get hurt. I understand all that. You just pray it's not, you know, the Padres, and I don't think it will be, but you, it's hard for me to find another team that I'm going to add and, and take a team out. I don't know who the team is that falls out, and I don't know who the team is that I add. You know, I, my instinct tells me it's the Cardinals, but... What am I going to bet against the Cardinals in that division, right? Like, I'm not going to bet against the Cardinals to not win their division in in a pretty weak central. Um, it's not going to be the Cubs, maybe the Brewers, but we've seen how they're running their organization right now. It's not going to be the Diamondbacks, not going to be the Rockies, probably not going to be the Giants. Um, it's not going to be the Marlins. I mean, they've got some good arms, but they got a hit, and in, in the division they play in, it's gnarly. So. The middle of... Who's dropping out? Yeah, like, just going off, you know, we're just going off of Jim Bowden's one list because it's out right now, but 
like the middle tier is just full of American League teams. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mariners at 11, Guardians at 12, Rays at 13, White Sox at 14, Twins, uh, Angels, They're just Rangers, all like C-pluses, Orioles. all of them. <laughs> They're all C yeah. plus, and in the NL, it's like A's and A minus A, C, and then yeah, right down to the C minuses and the D's. Yeah, no doubt, it's a big drop off. It's going to be the ultimate gauntlet, man. One other Padres note I saw from yesterday before we get to our throwback Thursday, uh, I believe uh, Peacock released their schedule, and they picked up the Padres Tigers game just after the All Star break on Sunday, July twenty third. So that's going to be the 9 a.m. West Coast Sunday game that you're going to need to subscribe to the Peacock stream if you're going to want to get that one. And as I was looking at it, Padres coming out of the All-Star break have a gnarly second-half opening. Did you see this on the schedule? So they start with Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Phillies, including a doubleheader on Saturday, a scheduled doubleheader coming right out against the Phillies. We were talking to Strom about that. And then uh, then they go to Toronto (laughs) for three. Including oh, a, a Thursday a.m. Uh, 10 a.m. game on the West Coast. Hey, we get out of here for early for a pregame <laughs> show that day. And then three at the Tigers, including a 9 a.m. West Coast game on that Sunday. So a 10-game, like 10-day road trip with a doubleheader and some early, early, early starts on the East Coast against at least a couple of really good teams. We'll see if the Tigers, uh, they could they could be improved as well this year, but against three pretty good teams to start the second half there on the road. Cool. When we were golfing with Matt Strom a few weeks back. We uh, we were telling him like, man, we're we're excited for you. Like, I bet you're gonna love Philly's like bought a house already. We go, you know, we, we're thinking we're, we want to try to make it happen where we could make a trip out there right after the All Star break. Yeah, the Flyers are playing the Phillies. It'd be a great. Great opportunity to go check out the city and go see you guys and then taking on the Padres. Take some listeners, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, you know, we could get out there like Thursday night or even Friday morning. We got the the scheduled doubleheader on Saturday. He goes, he, what? He cuts me off and goes, what the F are you talking about? He goes, that's a doubleheader. He's like, no, there's not. What? Why would you schedule a doubleheader? I go, He's like, has that ever happened in the history of baseball? They don't and schedule I thought, I go, a doubleheader. I go, I don't know. Is it, that it's yeah, rare it's, nowadays? It's, yeah. but it used to happen all the time. Now it's very rare. But yeah, the Padres do <laughs> he have was a, so pissed. a scheduled doubleheader. Like, what for Matt? Ruined his day <laughs> for Matt Strom though. Like he's definitely going to pitch in those two games. You know, the, the the that day. I mean, last year they had to do some to make up for the um the lockout, the, lockout, the, yep. the, the six games that were missed. So they had to wedge some in, but they obviously didn't have that challenge this year but for some reason they decided that to squeeze in an extra game against the Phillies the Padres are playing a double header on that first Saturday out of the all-star break you know that said as a fan after five days or something without baseball I'll be elated <laughs> to watch all 18 innings I will be elated uh to get that back in the uh, in the system so all right uh, on Thursdays we always like to throw things back and Ali uh, reaches into our archives and uh, goes back either to this day or this week uh, one, two, three, how many years ago that we've been doing this show? Almost five now. Polly, uh, what are we going to today? Uh, we're going back to 2022, just last, last year. year. It was yesterday, last year, February 1st, 2022. Tom Brady Retirement Day. <laughs> Tom Brady Retirement Day. Uh, we, I, I feel like Woods brought this up. I was like, didn't we play this recently? And we did, and I don't, I don't exactly know why, but it was uh, one year ago yesterday. It's Ben's. Stomach. You thought that was good news yesterday? Yeah. I didn't know. What in the world? Who was that? That was me. My mic was off. Holy <laughs> ass word. It was just like a, a air bubble. What? 
Are you okay? Just <laughs> <laughs> a little air bubble. <laughs> that was totally incredible. Totally wow. Paulie, you can rewind that. Do we? <laughs> Do we Damn have, right I can, do we and have I the old one that we from the last station? Do we have <laughs> I do. You'll have to give me a minute. We got, oh jeez, I just had a short in my brain <laughs> my brain. <laughs> These mics pick up everything. Everything. I'm sort of amphibian, like a frog, yeah, yeah. living in my esophagus. <laughs> Never ceases to delight me. Your girl. Vader's on that chip. Uh, don't get jittery, Luke. There are a lot of command chips. <laughs> keep your distance, though, Chewie. But don't look like you're trying to keep your distance. <laughs> I don't know. Fly casual. <laughs> Crap. Oh. Don't mess with the Wookiee over here. No, that is just unreal. <laughs> you thought that was good news yesterday. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> what in the world? Thank you for the never-ending... Never-ending laughs. We got a Woods drop out of it. If I was listening carefully, keep playing that after after the... Who was that? That was me. My mic was off. Holy ass word. It's just like a, a air bubble. What? Are you okay? <laughs> just a little air bubble. <laughs> that was incredible. That was that incredible. incredible. That's from we, that. We've yeah. used that a ton. Oh, that, was that was incredible. That's amazing. <laughs> just incredible, Benjamin. <laughs> oh man, gets me every time. It's a good one. I do have. I mean, we referenced it. Do we have the old stomach noise oh, from the old yeah, station? Right. It is a throwback. Yeah, Thursday. that was. Might it was well. funnier when it was about Somebody Joe else. and not myself. <laughs> actually, he's <laughs> really no worse than many of the other players on that team. I you a- just singled him out as I ask as you. kind of the poster boy for the Padres' lack of success. I ask you: Is it irrational? Is it irrational? What was that? By the way? That, was, that was my body. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't burp. Paul, can you? Uh, I need to eat. Paul, I'm, we're gonna need, I'm gonna need that. Uh, I, need, just, I, need I need that. To, I need to eat. I need that forever. Totally so, do we like? <laughs> I can't tell which one I like better. I think I like Ben's better. Mine's more drawn, drawn out. out. Yeah. yeah, sounds more like Chewbacca. Oh, I love Throwback Thursday. Yeah, I didn't know. What in the world? <laughs> <laughs> That was incredible. All right. All right. Speaking of throwbacks, uh, we we throw back a day. We're probably the only talk show, uh, sports show in America. We didn't really talk about the coaching news yesterday at all with Sean Payton going to the Broncos. Maybe like five seconds at all. Uh, We did have some football news from uh, the last couple of days as well. And then Jesse Rogers scheduled to join us. Here at the bottom of the hour, ESPN MLB Insider and one of our absolute favorites as we get ready for the start of spring training. And it's all coming up on San Diego's number one sports station. Check traffic right now on 97 Through the Fan.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Phil? Hey, Phil? Phil? Phil Connors? Phil Connors, I thought that was you. Hi, how you doing? Thanks for watching. Hey, hey. Now, don't you tell me you don't remember me, because I sure as heck fire remember you. Not a chance. <laughs> Ned! Ryerson! Needle nose Ned, Ned the head. Come on, buddy. Case Western High. Ned Ryerson, I did the whistling belly button trick at the high school talent show. Bing! Ned Ryerson got the shingles real bad senior year, almost didn't graduate. Bing! Again! Ned Ryerson, I dated your sister Mary Pat a couple times till you told me not to anymore. Well? Ned Ryerson? Bing! Bing! <laughs> I, um... I spent entirely too much time as a child trying to figure out Groundhog Day. I think I did too, I, actually. It, really it trying just, to wrap my head it around it. It's it hard. So I tried to think. Okay, well, so the groundhog pops out and sees his shadow. Right. That means that means it's a sunny day. It, wouldn't that be a sign that, oh, yeah, okay, so, yeah, it's sunny already in February. It's an early spring. But then that's the opposite. If he sees his shadow, he gets scared of it. Goes back into his hole, and there's seven more weeks of winter. So six, I thought, right? Six more weeks of yeah. winter. So then I thought, huh, so is a cloudy day like a sign that perhaps that winter is going to be shorter somewhere? And then I started thinking, but do they have to have different regional groundhogs for like areas of the country? Because obviously in San Diego, the the amount of winter left is going to be very different than Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Right. So is there like? You know, separate groundhogs for different regions, and each community has their own to determine when winter is going to be. And then finally, at some point, I came to the realization that it doesn't make any sense at all and stopped trying to make it make sense. Whoever invented it was on peyote, I think, and thought it would be funny to just fool everybody for the next, I don't know how long it's been around, I don't know long how, how long they've been doing it. But I feel like I mean, some, if somebody I was, was on peyote. If I was inventing it, I'd say, oh, the groundhog came out. It was a beautiful sunny day. Saw his shadow, decided, let's kick it and just enjoy things because early spring is coming. But no, they did the exact opposite. That if it's sunny and he sees his shadow, there's more winter. 
And if it's cloudy and he doesn't, then then we're going to have an early spring. I, it's funny when you said you thought too much about figuring out. I, I spent more time figuring out the movie, trying to figure out the movie than I did. Like what I would uh, put myself in that situation. Oh, okay. I can see that. Like I spent an inordinate amount of time thinking about what do you do? How do you, I, you get know what out I of love that vortex? That, I think I, what I love about that movie is that I feel like the process he goes through in, in an absolutely, you know, unbelievable situation that he's reliving every day is very realistic, though. Like, goes through it, starts figuring out how to enjoy it a right. little bit. Like, first it's crazy. Then it's like, all right, now what can I, how can I take advantage of it? And then eventually it becomes soul-crushing. And then finally he kind of makes his peace with it and turns himself into the, into the better person. Right. And it all works out in the end. Yeah. It actually felt... That felt very authentic to me of how someone would react to going through the same day over and over. Yeah, again. mine mine was more about like what would you do if it happened if it happened to me? What would I do? I have no idea. It would probably be something similar, but you know, then at the end of the night, you got to you got to like he was like offing himself in certain well, yeah, situations. Yeah, I mean, you get like, pretty. I mean, if you long, get very dark, they never really say. But how long do you think he was? I, I don't know. In the loop, six weeks the or something? Like I have no idea. We should I, ask I'd love him to if ask we ever him. Yeah. To I, him. Yeah. I, 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 no, I don't think it was six weeks. I think I, in my mind, I think he was in that loop for maybe a decade. A decade? Yeah, no, like an. Inc- I mean, it to, to you know when he gets to the point where a gust of wind, and you know, I mean, that was so he, good. He'd have to spend weeks studying, studying each that. situation. That's true. That he learns how to go through. I mean, just weeks and weeks to like master. Every moment in the town, he knows every detail about every person in the every town. answer to Jeopardy. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Over, over and over the, again. Yeah, learning the piano as well yeah, as, he just, yeah, as he does. Maybe you're I mean, right. Maybe it was that, a decade. I think Ooh. I was kind of picturing oh, like God. five <laughs> to ten years of living that same day over and over okay. and over again. Now I think you've sold me. I, I was originally. <laughs> you can't learn to be a master pianist. In, no, in yeah. you know, three weeks. I mean, he was phenomenal. Like, yeah. he had been doing it for a lifetime. That's true. I mean, it may be longer than that. He may have been there 50 years over and over again. God, that's, now you're blowing my mind. Now I feel like I'm on peyote right now <laughs> hearing that. Happy Groundhog Day, everybody. Yep. By the way, I believe uh, the Groundhog did see his shadow. So I feel like he always does. Six, yeah, just really consistent now. Yeah, Whammy says Groundhog Day is not part of my culture. San Diego. I agree. I agree. It's just an absolutely <laughs> worthless thing to celebrate here. Interesting that uh, Bill Murray was in two movies, two movies in which varmints played such a key role. Yeah, Caddyshack <laughs> and Groundhog and Day. Groundhog Day, varmints. By the way, <laughs> all right. Well, this, this, that's a side. Um, did have some football news this week. We didn't. You don't. You don't care. Sean Payton's no. return to the league at all. So, sports. sports. D'Amico Ryan's becoming the new head coach of the Houston Texans probably. Even less on your radar then. I did find it interesting. I did see people tweeting about that they wanted D'Amico Ryans in Denver. Did you see that? And then only now I thought Sean Payton was the the top of the the, the creme de la creme, right? That's the one that everybody Depends on wanted. What, you, what you value. I, but but I heard that they wanted D'Amico Ryans and then ended up settling. As good as Sean San Payton? Francisco's defense was, it's very intriguing. Hey, let's get that guy. It's going to make our defense better and maybe he'll end up being a great head coach as well. But it's you know that Sean Payton has done it before. Has had success, has won a Super Bowl. 
you can't guarantee that with any assistant coming up that they're going to be able to take that next step. Being a head coach is different than being a coordinator. Some guys are great. They make the, the leap, and then they become great head coaches. But not all of them do. Some great assistants never are great head coaches. But we know Sean Payton made that leap and did so successfully. Now, you probably would have argued D'Amico Ryans because you didn't have to give up. They gave up their first-round pick that they had left this year, late in the first round, and a second round next year to get Sean Payton from the New Orleans Saints. Some people would say a coach isn't worth at all, it, it, no players at all. Why would you ever give up actual players on the field that could help you win right. just for a coach? For a coach, Does he make that much of a difference? Why would you do that? But they did. They got a third round back, but essentially giving up a first and a second just for a coach who's not going to play a single snap for you no matter how long he is on your sideline. And the uh, the great Mina Kimes tweeted the other day when the deal came down, the ideal offense for Russell Wilson at this point in his career is markedly different from what Peyton's known for. Fascinated to see what he does from a scheme standpoint. Um, yeah, I mean, you you take that gig in Denver, you're pretty locked in to Russell Wilson, yeah, for the next few at least. And, and there's the worry that there's nothing that can fix him now. Correct. He well, is he simply... He had these weird flashes toward the end of the season where you're like, all right, fine. Like, I rem- that's the guy I remember. Like, that's, he's moving, he's throwing dimes. And, and, but, you know, again, when this really didn't matter and they were well out of it, um, you do wonder what his next, year's in, it, next year in Denver is going to look like. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know that Sean Payton is the answer uh, either. Uh, but it is, it's interesting because I, I had always heard uh, from my Dallas friends that Sean Payton was Jerry Jones' is, like that's – that was his Shohei Otani for AJ Preller. Like he he learned how to speak Sean Payton's language. That's the guy that he wanted. Everybody thought, well, this makes too much sense. Cowboys are probably going to get bounced in the first round again. They'll boot McCarthy. Jerry will throw the the farm at at Sean Payton and go get him. Didn't happen. Ended up going to Denver. So I guess that's slightly interesting to me. You can tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti Friday night, six p.m. That's tomorrow. As former NFL MVP Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti discuss the big NFL news. Preview the big game coming up. It's right here on 97.3 The Fan again tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Get back to baseball next. Jesse Rogers is going to join us. I'm going to ask him if he wouldn't mind slotting those five teams in the National League as well. I like that. In his mind. Padres, Dodgers, Braves, Phillies, Mets. What order would you, I mean, as close as they are, you got to have an order. See what Jesse has to say about that question when we return on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Sour 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Pfizer. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast. Even if your symptoms feel mild, ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit TreatCOVID19.com. Speaking of low temperatures, you got to imagine it's cold in Chicago. I don't know that Jesse's in Chicago, but Jesse Rogers usually in the Windy City. He joins us right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. And let's go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. We've been seeing a ton of pre-spring training content dropping at ESPN.com. Today it was the uh, top 100 prospects list at the uh, lineup rankings a couple of days ago. And it is always a pleasure to welcome back one of our favorites, ESPN Baseball Insider, Jesse Rogers, joining us again on 97.3 The Fan with Ben and Woods. Jesse, good morning. Good morning to you guys. Good to be with you. It's good to have you on. Uh, we were just having an interesting discussion, and I'm sure you probably thought about this as well, but there's been plenty of NL teams that have had good off-seasons. The Cubs, they're in Chicago, one of them making some moves. The Giants have made some moves. But we look at those top teams, the Dodgers, Padres, Mets, Phillies, Braves, probably the Cardinals, maybe the Brewers. How, it's very hard for another team to break break into that bunch, right, to, to replace a playoff team from 2022 and 2023? No, I, I, I absolutely think that's a great point. It's something I've talked about maybe with you guys, but on other shows as well, that we are in an era of kind of elite teams, the haves and the have-nots. You can even call them super elite. You mentioned several of them there, probably all three NL East teams, the Dodgers, the Padres, the Yankees. you got to put the Astros in that group. That's the super elite. And then there's the other five playoff teams that were really good, and you're right, it may be difficult to, to replace them. Now, having said that, it, it, it's, it's February, things happen, right? The AL Central could be up for grabs, even though Cleveland was the youngest team and won the division. But Minnesota looks good on paper. Chicago's bound to have a, a, a bounce back a little bit. Maybe the, the, the Blue Jays move backwards and the Boston Red Sox take a, a leap. Who knows? Like, but I agree with you. We are in an era of it's less sort of unpredictability than normal. Usually there's a lot of unpredictability, but I kind of think we know at least seven playoff teams, including you guys, and maybe more like 10. And it's kind of a weird, weird thing to think about in baseball because there's so much uncertainty and maybe the rule changes will impact teams, you know, more than we think and all that jazz. But I, I'm, I'm kind of with you guys. You might be able to pencil in the same 12 playoff teams, um, <laughs> even though, you know, someone usually, you know, has that, that underachieving year you don't expect. Always. There's always turnover. Always. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, it's crazy to but think. It's hard to argue for other teams, though, right now. You know, I likened it to my, uh, who doesn't know much, if anything, about college basketball. I You should see my brackets every year. I'm like, oh, how did I end right. up with all four one seeds in the finals? That's weird. Uh, that's that's how I feel. It feels like it's going to be a lot of chalky picks for me. Um, I do. Let's talk about some of those those 
C plus B minus teams. You know the let let let's talk about like the Texas Rangers. They they've made a bunch yeah. of moves. We don't know who's going to be healthy, obviously. But if health is not a factor, it always is. But if it's not, I can see a team like that having a good season. But they're still not winning that division. Like they have to know going in, we're playing for second place, which is uh, we've always been familiar with that here in San Diego, and we were last year. Um, you can go slay that dragon as we did, but. Some of those middling teams that you look at and go, you know what, sneakily, I like these guys. Yeah, there's probably a few of them, so we shouldn't count them out. I think the Rangers are a good example of, of one. I think in Chicago here where I'm based, you can, you can make a case for the Cubs or Sox being one of those teams. One's kind of building. One needs to rebound from a bad year. Um, the, the Arizona Diamondbacks are, are a good example of that, Got a team in your division. You know, they, they sort of had a little cachet late in the year. Uh, but it, it, it's almost like you said about the Rangers. Are the Diamondbacks really going to beat out the Padres or Dodgers? No. Are the Rangers really going to beat out um, the Astros or even the Mariners? Probably not. Um, and we don't even know if DeGrom's going to be healthy, I mean, uh, and all that jazz, right? So, yeah, those are a few of the teams that, I mean, the Cubs are a good example. You want to go best-case scenarios. You want to go half-glass full. Bellinger yeah. returns to form. They find the yeah, you know, Hosmer finds the fountain of youth. Trey Mancini returns. Like, there's a lot of ifs, but you can make the case. And 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 again, glass being half full. Um, okay, the Cubs are a wild card team, but they're not going to overtake St. Louis. Texas, okay, maybe wild card team. They're not going to overtake Houston. You know, maybe Seattle's a team that somehow takes a step back. I don't think they will, but it's possible. So, yeah, we can always make cases. It is baseball. It is a long season. There are new rule changes. There's injuries. But if you're thinking sort of just on paper here, boy, I, I do like those 12 teams that made the playoffs last year, Je- even though there's some other teams that, that have possibilities. Jesse, speaking of rule changes, have you seen the uh, you seen the new bases up close? I actually have, I have not seen them up close. Uh, the, the league is doing a demo uh, in a week in Arizona I'm going to be at. I've not seen them up close. Uh, we just saw them at Padres Fantasy Camp. I'm telling you now – you're like, it's not going to be that big a deal. Wait until you see them. Cartoonishly wait, large. Wait until you're standing <laughs> over them. You're like, what? What am I looking at here? They're, they are cartoonishly large. And you will, if you're in the you know section 300 looking down, probably not going to look a lot different. If you're standing right up next to it, prepare to have your mind blown a little bit by the size of these bags. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I mean, I, I'm writing about this next week and not mentioning the size of the bags necessarily. But the best thing to happen to baseball with this rule changes is 30-plus spring training games. Like, they need to get used to these rule changes. That, yeah. uh, they're pretty big when you think of the size of the base. That changes the baseline, the, you know, the length of feet between the bases. That, that, that's, that hasn't happened in 100 years. You're talking about a pitch clock has never happened. But 30-plus spring training games is where everyone's going to get used to this. Now, the casual fan that waits to the regular season is not going to necessarily get used to it. But the rest of us that follow the uh, follow it will, uh, at least the, the league is hoping. And one thing I know the league is doing is they are not um, having any sort of a grace period. They've instructed their umpires from day one of spring training, rip that Band-Aid off, enforce the letter of the law, because the quicker and harsher you enforce it, the more players are going to jump. Talking to it's ESPN. Be, oh, sorry, yeah, Jesse, we just lost you for a second. Crazy. Oh, sorry. It's not going to be too goofy when, when we come to April because they're going to have all these spring training games to get ready with. So we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. Talking to ESPN's Jesse Rogers here on Ben and Woods. And uh, I'm going to ask you to try this exercise because we were just doing it, uh, talking about those elite teams, especially in the National League. 
we kind of have the top five as you know Mets, Braves, Phillies, Padres, Dodgers. But what order, if you had to put those teams in order, one through five, how would you slot them right now, Jesse? Yeah, um, I might put the Phillies at number one. Okay. Maybe I'm 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 thinking too much of them in their run last year, but adding Trey Turner is just going to make them more dynamic. Now they don't have Bryce Harper for a while, so there's a caveat there. But their pitching staff is deep. I might put them number one. I, I don't love the Padres starting staff depth, but I, you know I'm, I'm getting very specific there. Like five, six, seven. I'm not sure I love it, and I, I feel like to say they're they're ahead of the Dodgers would be going on a limb. But I'm 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 not unwilling to do it. So I'm sort of talking through it with you right yeah, now. Yeah, no, it's a t- it's an impossible yeah. task. It's so yeah. hard. There's no I, right or wrong I, answer here. It's just a yeah, fun right. exercise. I might put the Phillies, you know, I could put the Phillies one. I might put the Padres two just to be just, you know, I'm on with you guys. What the hell? <laughs> I, I, I'd probably put the Mets three, the Dodgers four, and, and the Braves. Is that the five you mentioned in the National League? Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't love the starting staff depth on, on Atlanta. I don't love the starting step on, on San Diego, but your lineup should be so awesome, especially when Fernando comes back. You know, I mean, Manny could be playing for a contract. Soto kind of is playing for a rebound year contract. You know, I know he's two years away, but, like, there's a lot to like about that offense that you didn't like last year, and it just feels like I know you guys cut off season tickets. It just feels like it's going to be a party there. And if you're ever going to overtake the Dodgers, it seems like this is the year yep. before they get Otani, right? So there, there it is, Phillies, Padres, um, Mets, Dodgers, Braves. So oh, you didn't hear? We're actually getting Otani as well here in San Diego. Yeah, in the, in the, oh, maybe yeah. at the deadline. And the Mariners are getting it. The Mariners are getting him. Every West Coast team that doesn't have him right now is getting him. So we talked to you. I, I think we did. We're talking to Jesse Rogers from ESPN. I think we talked to you when the uh, White Sox went out and signed Mike Clevenger. And obviously Mike Clevenger yeah. has, has been in the news and not for – not for good reasons, and uh, yeah. it was it was it was kind of a tough read for our show. We knew him, we interviewed him a ton, had some uh, good relationship with him. Um, just a horrible, horrible uh, allegations against him. The White Sox, from a baseball perspective, were really counting on him to be kind of their their four, their five. Uh, I we kind of when it happened, we thought it was hey, that's actually going to be a decent fit. Uh, but now I, I've not heard anything. Honestly, I've not seen any update. Yeah. I know it's an op- open investigation. What's the uh, what's the hubbub around the Windy City about it? Yeah, I mean, there's I don't know if the word's fortune in that we're still in the off season. But once we get to camp, I think some decisions have to be made. Um, I, I can't tell you when the league's going to wrap up their investigation. That nobody knows. It, you know, you saw with Bauer, it could go on for a long time. Other other guys, it's been quicker. But the question is, do they? put them on administrative leave. Uh, administrative leave comes into play during the season when a team or the league feels like there's just too big of a distraction going on or something is Im- imminent, like there's an imminent threat or something. Like, it, it, it's different for every case. Now, my, my point is you don't have to do anything now because we're not in camp. The media isn't yeah. in his face every day. But come February 15th, some parties need to make some decisions. And I don't know if, if really the White Sox can do anything other than if they want to release them. But they could con- confer with the league and, and, and put them on administrative leave. But we know that can't go on forever either. So I don't think they're going to hear much, unless the investigation wraps up, between now and February 15th. But that's two weeks away. At that point, I think you're, going to, you're definitely going to have to hear something from Clevenger's side, um, whether it's professing his innocence, which I, I know that he is, 
personally. He may have to do that more publicly. I know he's done it a little bit publicly. Uh, the league might have to make a decision in terms of administrative leave. Maybe that, that doesn't have to happen until the regular season. It's just a, a point where the parties involved feel like it's too big of a distraction to have him on a team, yeah. and then he's, he's going to be in a big market, so maybe that comes April 1st. So it's hard to know where these things go. They, they keep these things quiet, right? None of us knew this was, was happening until it leaked through the Instagram account. Um, and they are just allegations right now. He is professing his innocence. So, yeah, I think we're not going to hear anything for two weeks. Um, and then it's at that point, as, as pitchers and coaches report, there's going to have to be something done or said. And administrative leave is certainly an option, though I don't know if it's going to be the first option, you know, day one of spring training. Jesse, you mentioned uh, Trevor Bauer, obviously much further down the line on that case, but we did get some comments yesterday from Dodgers CEO Stan Kasten, very carefully worded comments uh, about the Dodgers' mindset and how they were, quote, unanimous in their choice to release Trevor Bauer, but he really didn't he didn't say a lot else about it. What do you kind of read into that situation and, and you know, Trevor Bauer's potential future if there is one in Major League Baseball? Well, I think there is a future. Um it may not be much of one, but I think he'll probably get a chance somewhere along the line. I mean, maybe he has to prove he can pitch still. Um, there's always, when we say never, there's always that one team, right? All it takes yep. is one. Uh, people behind the scenes that I talk to are like, well, it's probably got to be a contender that's willing to put up with the distraction but needs him. You know, and I'm just saying this because people have said it to me, like, think of the Houston Astros. They seem like a team that would, would take him on, right? They're already the bad boys. Not saying it's going to happen, but it just feels like at some point, if he, if he can pitch, someone's going to give him that chance. I thought he might kind of go under the radar and pick a team that no one talks about. I don't know, the Royals, the Marlins, you know, someone under the radar. The Twins. But then people were, yeah, someone were saying to me, but you know what? Why would you want that distraction if you're not winning anyway? What's the right. point? So I get that. You know, a team like Houston maybe or someone. So I, I do think there'll be a chance. I don't know when. I don't know how. I could be wrong about that. Because many people I talk to say no as well. Um, it just has to be the right team in the right moment that's willing to put up with the with the, the drama of it. Um, I don't make much of the words that the, you know. I think the Dodgers just want to wash their hands of it yep. and not go down any rabbit hole publicly, right? They, they're choosing the words carefully. They just don't want to deal with it and deal with him going public and you know there's some fight. So I, I just think they just want to put put themselves as him in. Put him him in the in the in the rearview mirror as much as they can, and that's why you, you see the words cho- chosen that 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 carefully. But if I had to say, will he get another shot or not? I'd say yes, but I'd, I'd say yes, like you know, fifty one forty nine. Yes, Jesse Rogers, ESPN. I can't believe we are so close uh, to spring training. Obviously, here in San Diego, Jesse, we are so looking forward to this season. But uh, it should be a good one. Uh, no matter what happens, and I uh, really appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. As always, uh, have a good last couple of weeks, and then uh, we're really into it. Yeah, maybe I'll talk to you from spring training. Anytime. We, we, you got maybe, it, buddy. Thank maybe you. we'll see you out there. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Jesse Rogers with us on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet by New Roads. Yeah, both Chicago teams uh, spring in Arizona. Uh, the White Sox are down with the Dodgers, right? in glendale and the cubs are out there in uh mesa we should go see our old pal haas at spring training maybe we can talk to him for the first time yeah first time ever
Wonder if he'd be more likely to talk to us no, it's, now. That the uh, it's Cubs is a fa- long drive. It is out there. long drive. But we're going to go see uh, Bog. He's out there practicing right now. I don't know where they're practicing, but is, now, uh, is he with his team or is he just individually no, working they're, out? They're they're out his there. His Korean team, yeah. is actually in yeah. Arizona right yeah. now. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Uh-huh. I thought he was just working out on his own before he went over there. Yeah, take him out to dinner. Get it approved by Adam, of course. Going to keep him under what, like twenty five bucks? Take him to Taco Bell. Yeah. Just crush it, BOG, whatever you want. On us, on Odyssey. But yeah, we're going to go watch him uh, practice one day and say hello. He's out there now, isn't he? Yeah, he's out there right now. It's so fun. Oh, I would look forward to that. Yeah, thing. me too. Yeah, we're going to be out at spring training. Like, Again, like two, three weeks? Two and a half weeks? Two and a half weeks, yeah. yeah. 18 days. 19 days. Eef. Holy crap. Back out to Zona. Holy cow. Things are moving very quickly. They are. Very, very fast. Uh, let's see, Except got- for this show. No, it's just not <laughs> terrible. You have a problem with this show today? No, it's just slow. I've enjoyed the show today. It's just moving slowly for me. It's been a fun show. Yeah. That's, that's debatable. You didn't like my Groundhog Day confusion. I did, actually. That's probably my favorite part. Yeah. That's probably my favorite part of today's show. Uh, remember, uh, let's see, remember it was a couple few days ago we were talking about bucket lists. Yes. I don't really have a bucket list. However, there are a couple of like beyond my wildest dreams things that I would absolutely love to do in my lifetime if the pres- the opportunity ever presented itself. One of those things is going on right now that I would... Like, give, like give my next born to try to do. You're not going to have any more. I know that makes it an easy, makes it an easy. Yes, choice. it's easy to give up something that you're not going to have. <laughs> Would you give up one of your current born? <laughs> I mean, to do what? I'm not sure. I mean, who's the who's the loser here? <laughs> Jack Graham coming up next. I'll tell you what my that item is coming next on Ben and Woods on 97 through the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.